Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. And here I'll launch out of Matthew 12 again, verse 43 through 45. Matthew 12, 43 through 45. And some of you may have the same kind of Bible I have in the heading over this particular, the worthlessness of self-reformation. And, and I just, I mean, that's just what it put my mind into that until I read Jonathan's uh, thought on this and uh, I'd never taken this as a parable and, and it applying to a generation of people. And uh, I, I thank the Lord for opening my eyes about that. And uh, so here we are, let me read this, Matthew 12, 43 through 45. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through the dry places, walketh through dry places, seeking rest and findeth none. Then he saith, I will return unto my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of the man is worse than the first. Now, Here's, well, I don't know why I missed this all this time. Even so shall it be also unto this wicked generation. Father, I love you. I thank you for the night, for these that have come out. The wonderful spirit, Lord, in the prayer room, in the worship service, in the songs, and for the sweet spirit, God, to calm the hush. Now fill my mouth and guard my tongue and help me, God, be accurate in scripture, give us understanding in the writ. Touch our hearts, prepare us, warn us, Lord, in these last days. Let us be expectant of the things to come and let us be vigilant for the cause of Christ. We love you. We praise you for this time. I ask it in our King's name, Jesus. Amen. And amen. So we have, I, I, I feel like I'm throwing water on the fire here tonight. That's that, that the Lord has blessed us to be here and how sweet it is that we've got a remnant and, and Marcus's testimony about being able to pray for the children and how God answers that prayer and the sweet prayer breakfast we had yesterday and Brother Richard challenging us with the fruit of the Spirit and, and, and just in the service today and the altar service that we had, people come in the altar, God helping people, doing things, God's still doing good things in, in his body and in his church today. But we need to be well aware of what we're living with and, and, and where we're at. So I wanna warn my, my young people and the older people as well that last, last week we tried to give some statistical facts to the entrance of Baal or Baal in American society, the possession of the land. I think, I think when we see that, we, when we seen the, the arch in, in, in September uh, 2016, the arch of Baal unveiled in New York City, it said it all. New York's considered the entrance way of America, you understand that? So it's considered that from the onset of this nation. New York's considered the entrance way into. So here is that arch of Baal in, in the entrance of America 
and I would say, I would say that Baal is in American society today. I think we see that, and 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 I got something out. The next chapter over from where I preached this morning is the great war that transpired, the battle between Elijah and the prophets of Baal. And and as I'm reading that, here's the thing. So we know these gods are false gods. What are they made out of? Wood, wood and metal and things of man's hand. But the spirit connected to that is very much alive and well. And I would go back, I keep going there. I would go back to, to Ephesians chapter number six and we wrestle not against flesh and blood. What do we wrestle against church? Can we see those things? We can't see them specific, but we see the effects of them. So we see the effects of those things. So we know that those spirits are real. And, and it wasn't just something that they, they just come up with this idea. But that, that false God, that spirit has to have something in order to be effective or work. It has to have a host. See, the guys in the battle that day, they, they called on Baal, they done all these things, and the host, the spirit, they're, like, they're cutting themselves. So the, the, the spirit, the enemy, is doing exactly what he wants them to do. He's destroying the one that is hosting him. We see that in the demoniac, a Gadara. I mean, the hogs wouldn't even put up with it, you know, but they needed a host. And we see that. So what we read here is when the house is swept and garnished, if, if the right spirit isn't there, then the wrong spirit will be. And we see that. We see that in American society today and more prevalent today than any time in the history of my lifetime for sure and for the, for the ages past from the onset of America. So we see that thing unveiled. So we see that they need a host. And I'm afraid people are more susceptible to that today. But one thing is they don't believe in it. I'm going to tell you, an enemy you don't believe in has the upper hand on you. You're in trouble. If you don't know you're in a fight, you're whipped. That's just how it is. So we have this. Now, in Exodus 20 and 3, here's what the Lord told them. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And some would say, well, I, you know, I don't believe none of that. It, it doesn't change the fact that he's still God. And he said, I'm the only one. You can't have any others. And, but people want other gods than him. So they sell out to these other things and much of it is unknowingly, I, I think they're just ignorant. Why? Because they've not sought the things of God. So I'm gonna throw, this isn't gonna be near as long as last week was, but here's, here's, so what do we see that's evidence? 
what is the effect, if, if you would, of Baal in America? I'm going to throw three things at you. One's paganism. Now, this is all new age teaching. Paganism is this. It's anything non-Christian. It's choosing a God other than Jehovah. It's, it's what you worship. And I'm going to tell you, God made us to worship something. You will, whether, you'll, whether people will admit it or not, everybody worships something. Amen. Paganism. Then we have polytheism. That's multiple gods. New Age teaches that. But our, our friends, and we, by the way, I, I've been talking about Pakistan watching us. We got some people in India watching us. Isn't that good? Praise God if you're watching tonight. But India has a problem with this very thing. Polytheism, multiple gods, everything's a god. And then we have uh, pantheism. And, and I, I just saw an interview with Ray Comfort the other night. And it's pantheism. And it's, this, what that says is, all is God. All is God. So this guy, he asked Ray Comfort's witness into this fellow in California. I can't, Sacramento somewhere. He asked him this question. Do you believe in God? Sure, I believe in God. He said, you do. Yeah, he said, just what I'm studying, everything's God. I said, no, not according to the word of God. Is there anybody in here besides me tonight that's glad for the word of God? Yeah. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that the spirit of God has shown us what the word of God is? The true word of God, the unadulterated Praise God, not an error, not a flaw. Word of God forever settled in heaven. Aren't you glad that you know about the word of God tonight? What about the pitiful people out there in American society that is so consumed with Baalism, they don't even know who God is. Now, I could have picked a whole list of things, but I wanna, uh, so what it does Baal, remember, remember when, when Balaam couldn't curse Israel. Balak wanted him cursed. Balaam couldn't curse him. And most people don't know anything about him except he had a talking, talking donkey. He could not curse the children of Israel, but he could corrupt them. Do you see, has it changed any? No. When you can't curse that thing that begin with God, then the, the, the object of the devil and his demons and all these spirits is to corrupt that thing. So they begin to mix and mingle and the next thing you know, they've built them a temple for Baal. We've built some. Now I'm about to hurt some feelings right here real bad. We've built some. Neyland Stadium. Oh Yeah. Yeah, that's not just one. We've, we've, been, we've got basketball arenas. We got, we got, we got, we've got idols yes. in America, idols in America. And I'm telling you, they think you're stupid 
for coming into a church on a Sunday night, crying, raising your hands in praise, worshiping a God you've never seen, and they'll sit naked out in the football field and hit 20 degrees and cheer for a bunch of guys who don't even know who they are. They don't even know their names. We've got some. I think if we was to go down the list, and I'm not, I'm not sure I've got these in order, but these are three that, that, that uh, uh, Brother Khan mentioned three of these in his book. I picked three, and, and I put number one I picked for American is this, it's money. First Timothy 6.10 tells us the love of money is the root of what? All evil. All. That's pretty big. The, root, the love of it's the root of all evil. That's strong. That's strong. What is it? Do you know what that is? That's Baalism. That Baal, Baal was to this. Baal, Baal, Baal was this. He was, to, he was to prosper, to help people prosper. Remember what we got on Wall Street when they called it the bull, you know, symbol of Baal? To prosper. That's what he wanted to do. Why? What does prosperity do? Now, I'm not saying I want to go back and be broke and poor and, 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 and just barely surviving. I, I, not, that's not true at all. But prosperity drives people from God. Just drives them from God. They get to the place where they don't, that's where America's at. For the most part, now, I, we, it used to not be so. In my lifetime, it wasn't so. There was more, there was more in the moral majority than there was on the other side of the track. You ever heard this term? Vote your pocketbook. Hey, listen, you better vote the book, the book. It's the love of it. You don't think it's so? You don't think it's so? Look here. People, people line up to buy a lottery ticket hoping to win $100 million. Or... Seven billion, I don't know. It's, out. it's crazy numbers now. And have need of nothing. I think we see that effect in America of Baalism today. Not only do we have American idols, I list this under American idols, money, and then, and then this, pleasure. Pleasure. Timothy, Paul wrote Timothy the letter, 2 Timothy 3 and 4. He said they'll be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Do you do things that please you, preacher? Well, you know I do. I eat what I like. Pretty much wear what I like. Drive what I like. God give me a lot of pleasures in life. But I better not love my pleasures more than I love my God. He can take them away from you in a hurry. But I think it's obvious in America, pleasure, pleasure has taken the place. And Paul said, know this also, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. And this is going to be evidence of the perilous times, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. That's 2,000 years ago. Paul nailed it. Nailed it. Didn't he nail it? Then, uh, this, is, this is one that Brother Con had put in the list, and it, this just spoke to me. It is this, self-obsession. Are we there? 
What does everybody do with their phone? That's my best imitation of a selfie. So I don't believe all that. We got a television program called American Idol. Self-obsession. Paul said in Philippians 2, 2 and 3, esteem others better than yourselves. I think we're there. And, 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 and so we have the new age teachings of all the different kinds of isms, paganism, polytheism, pantheism. We have American idols and, and I could have, it's an endless list. It's easy to have them. But then I, I, I'm, I'm reading and, and he just briefly mentioned this in the book, but it, it got my attention. And I think maybe this is one of the, one of the greatest evidences of Baalism, Baal or Balaam. Balaam is the plural of Baal, matter of fact. In Isaiah 2 and 8, here's what they said. Here's what the prophet said. Their land also is full of idols. I think we qualify. I think we qualify. They worship the work of their own hands. I think we qualify as America. I'm not talking about the church. I'm talking about in America today. I think we qualify. Why would you think that, preacher? I want to, I want to talk about just a, just a minute and then I'm done. I want to talk about AI. Do you know what that is? Everybody in here knows what that is. I didn't know what that was three years ago. I never heard of that. Three years ago, all we knew about was COVID. But now, they got AI, artificial intelligence. So I'm reading this this afternoon, and I hope I don't get in trouble on this, but this, I mean, I read it. It's public, public uh, uh, broadcast, but a guy by the name of Sam Altman was fired from some AI company in California. They fired this boy. 37-year-old genius, apparently. I mean, he's a sharp tech guy. And they, they fired him. They fired him. And, and the, as I read down the list, here's, here's why they fired him. Because he was, he was getting fearful of the artificial intelligence. He said his fear was the destruction of humanity through AI. Do you know what the spirit of Baal is all about? The destruction of humanity. Why? We're made in the image and the likeness of God. And he is against anything in the image and the likeness of God. The devil's object is to use whatever spirit he can to tear us down because we're made in his likeness. So, Listen, Balaam is plural for Baal, 
And it can be translated, Balaam can be translated as this. The Lord's. The Lord's. Balaam, plural, plural. We're going to get on two more. There's two more of these. They're, they're far worse. This guy's, this guy's the chief. Okay? If you could say, he's the one that, he's the one that, that was best known, first known, worship accepted. And then we have these others that come in after this, and it just, it just gets worse. It means the Lord's, Balaam, plural for Baal. It means the owner's. Yeah, that's his objective. That's his objective. He wants your kids. He wants your kids. He wants to put the church out of business. His objective, put the church out of business. It also means this, the masters. It's the thing, it's the thing that's given the orders and say, well, I don't know about all that, preacher. Have you watched the evening news in the last two or three days? I mean, you don't have to watch the liberal news networks. They, they tune up. You can get on the app and pull up some of these that's, that's, that's fairly conservative. I don't know that they're telling us all the truth, but, it's, but it's, it, it doesn't come with a twist on it. And the things that's happening all across this land. I'm, I'm about to go on record here for something. I'm sorry that Palestinian children are dying. I'm sorry about that. Showed a five-year-old boy crying in the hospital. Everybody's dead. And my mind went to Colin immediately to my grandson. I thought, well, what was that my grandson? Everybody's dead but him. And they're all crying. I'm sorry that that child's living through that. But if that bunch of nut jobs that was in their political power hadn't started throwing bombs over there on innocent people, they wouldn't have been, them children wouldn't have been dying. They'd done it without the thought of consequence. And here's how it is you have to cut the head off the snake. Or it'll bite you. You can't just injure that thing. That's why in the old book, God told them, he said, you utterly destroy children and all. Now watch this. Now that I may be off, they may already flag me. Every child that has not come to the age of accountability that gets killed in that devastation over there God reaps them for his very own. God takes those children. They're in the presence of God. Not so with the adults that caused all this carnage and chaos. Not so for them. They're, they've got the wrong spirit about them. What spirit is that? Well, it's the spirit of Baal. It's the spirit of Antichrist. But God is, God is harvesting those children. Now, they don't see it that way. And the people that's marching in Chicago and Los Angeles and New York City and, and places in Texas that's flying, the, flying a flag other than that one. And I'm telling you, I could get ugly quick when you start flying something other than that right there. 
You fly another flag, you go live there. You go live there. I'll buy you a plane ticket. I'll send you back. But don't fly it over that one. But you can't stop Bible prophecy. You can't. God won't stop it. He's already put it in play. He's done it from the foundation of the world. And I'm telling you, he's got a plan. And now we see the invasion of Baal in America. And if you think Baal's bad, where do I get to the mistress next week? This is, this is what we see going on in American society and in our school systems. And it's this non-gender garbage is all, is all the spirit of Ishtar. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it. God bless you school teachers. I don't know what you do. It's just, uh, but God bless the parents. Because there may be a day when, when it, what they're doing is beyond you being able to tolerate it. I don't know how far it'll go. But I'm going to tell you this. I know a little bit about the Bible. And we've already broke over the hill. We're over the hill. And we're picking, we're gaining speed. I believe the church, I believe the church to be raptured out, but I don't know how far into this thing we're going to go before the catching, let's just use the Bible term, catching away. That maybe didn't offend somebody that don't believe in that. Shall be caught up. Caught up. I think that's true. So you're not cheering us up, preacher. No, I'm not. I'm not cheering anybody up. Didn't cheer me up. I'm just trying to warn us all. We need to be aware of what's going on around us. For for for, I need to be aware from a congregation. You need to be aware for your family, for your children. You need to be aware. You need to be teaching them that this right. You need to be teaching them the correct things of the Word of God and the incorrect things of the world. And, and you better be careful who you listen to. But you can listen to that. You can listen to that. That'll be right. When heaven and earth passes away, bless God, that won't go nowhere. Forever settled in heaven. Yeah. You can take that to the bank. And make a deposit. I'm glad for a deposit tonight. Aren't you, Veronica? We shouldn't be surprised with what's going on around us. He told us what was going to happen. We act like we just kind of act like we didn't believe it. But here we are. We just didn't think we'd be living in it. We thought we. Thought we'd be on out of here and then it didn't happen. Well, here we are. Now what are we going to do? You know what we're going to do? We're going to keep doing what we do. We're going to keep, we're going to keep coming to church. We're going to keep praising him. Keep trying to tell about him. Keep preaching about him. Try to share about him. And if they won't listen, listen, just move on to the next one. You're not responsible. The only responsibility we hold 
is look here. Stand and let be still and know that he's God. Sure, compel him to come in. He said to compel him to come in. My house may be full. And if they won't, he said, knock the dust off your feet and go on down the road. She's going to play something. Let's stand on her feet. You may have somebody you need to pray for tonight. You may need to pray for yourself. I don't know. This is the time of prayer. Father. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the time of truth.